Welcome to another new episode of the Get Organized with Declutter Me podcast with myself, Shalina. I hope you're well wherever you are in the world. Before we start today's episode, I want to remind you about our special giveaway this month. I'm giving one lucky winner the chance to win a virtual one hour organizing session with myself. All you have to do is leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, whether that's Spotify, Apple, Angami, or any of the others. And I will pick a winner at the end of the um, uh, month and announce it on social media and on this podcast as well. Good luck if you are participating. In today's episode, we'll be tackling a sensitive but important topic, decluttering and organizing during your separation and divorce. I want to explore the tips for physical, mental and emotional decluttering and organizing during this challenging time. I've worked with a lot of clients that are going through separation and then divorce, so I've seen the emotional trauma they're going through during this time. The trauma often leads to clutter accumulating in their lives as they are unable to deal with their day-to-day lives. Now, I'm in no way negating the emotional aspects of getting a divorce, but sharing my pragmatic and practical hands-on advice to help you declutter and organize during this painful time. So let's start with the physical decluttering and organizing. When going through a separation or divorce, it's essential to create an environment that supports your emotional well-being. So here are some tips to get you started. First, assess your possessions. So take inventory of your belongings and decide what's yours, your ex-partners and ours. Anything that's yours, you can deal with as you wish. And we will talk about that shortly. Anything for your ex-partner is their responsibility. So put that to the side, put it in one place for them to deal with. Anything that is shared, discuss it as amicably as possible. Some couples split the items down the middle by monetary value to make it as fair as possible. Or one person keeps the house and the other takes all the share items within them. Try to separate between yourselves, otherwise it could end up in court proceedings which are long-winded and expensive. Next, do a mini declutter. So with your items, start doing a mini declutter and decide what you want to keep, donate or sell. Consider what items hold sentimental value and those that no longer serve a purpose in your life. This process allows you to make room for new beginnings and to create a fresh space that reflects your current needs and aspirations. As always, when doing a mini declutter, start in an easy area such as a coffee table or kitchen cupboards and spend 15 to 20 minutes in that area, decluttering and possibly organizing it. Do that every day for the next few weeks and you'll clear up a lot of items that were in your home. Next, let's talk about creating separate spaces. So if you're sharing a living space with your ex-partner, it's crucial to establish separate areas. Assign different rooms or corners for your belongings to maintain a sense of personal space and privacy. This separation will not only help in the physical organization, will also aid in the emotional healing process as you have separated your your space. Next, I want you to think about streamlining your wardrobe. So reevaluate your wardrobe and remove clothes that no longer fit or reflect your current lifestyle. Also think about things that are broken, burnt by the iron, don't fit, look ugly, are like 20 years old and out of style. Donate or sell these items and focus on building a wardrobe that empowers and uplifts you during this transitional period. Organizing your clothes in a way that brings ease and efficiency to your daily routine can have a positive impact to your overall well-being, especially while you're going through this trauma. 
Next, let's clear the paper clutter. So divorce often involves a significant amount of paperwork, legal documents and financial statements. Organize these papers into clearly labeled folders or files, ensuring that you have easy access to the necessary information. Also consider digitizing important documents to reduce the physical clutter and have backups for added security. Save your documents for the divorce proceedings in a folder in the cloud. So you can use cloud services like Google Drive, um, iCloud or Dropbox. Also save your documents in separate folders for your home, home contents, insurance, banking and medical records, as well as um, all the documents for your divorce proceedings. Let's tackle the sentimental items. So sentimental items can be challenging to deal with during a divorce or separation. So take the time to reflect on their significance and decide which ones truly bring you joy or hold positive memories. Consider creating a special keepsake box for those items or taking photos to preserve the memories without the physical clutter. If you want to get a special keepsake box, you could get a nice shoe box, um, you know, if you have a designer shoe box, or you can buy nice boxes from Paper Chase um, and Ikea or one of those kind of stores. There's also loads of them in um, Amazon as well. So find something that makes you happy and you will love putting your stuff in them. If you can't bring yourself to get rid of items that hold bad memories for you yet, hide them in a box and label them as old memories. So then you can put them in the attic or in a storeroom out of sight. um, And then, you know, when you are ready to declutter them, you can get to them very easily. I next want to talk about decluttering the furniture. So look at what you can use in your next home or what is too bulky to take elsewhere. If your family home was a big house or villa with large sofas and tables and dressing tables, you're more likely to not need them in your new home. I mean, look and see if you're going to go into a smaller house or an apartment. If you're going to go into an apartment, you'll definitely not be able to fit big furniture pieces from a villa. So sell those items to get the funds for your next move. Getting a divorce can be expensive, so you might not be able to replace all your furniture when you move homes. So consider what you want to keep, declutter or repurpose. Now let's delve into the mental decluttering and organizing. Your thoughts and emotions play a significant role in how you navigate separation or divorce. So here's how you can declutter your mind. One of the things that I found um, really helpful is incorporating mindfulness techniques into your daily routine. So engage in meditation, deep breathing exercises, or journaling to help keep calm your mind, reduce stress, and gain clarity. By focusing on the present moment and letting go of those negative thoughts, you can create mental space for healing and growth. I've recently been introduced to an app called Bloomer, which has helped me to practice mindfulness more in my life. Um, it's very simple. Send you reminders every day to, to do certain exercises. And it also has um, breathing exercises and meditation areas as well. So it is great. So if you are finding it very difficult to get rid of the noise in your head right now with everything that's going on, try an app like Bloom. Next, seek emotional support. So don't hesitate to seek support from trusted friends, family members, or even professional counsellors. Talking about your feelings and your concerns can help alleviate emotional burdens and provide perspective. Surrounding yourself with a strong support system 
can contribute to your overall well-being during this really challenging time. Next, set boundaries. So establish healthy boundaries with your ex-partner and even mutual friends um, to help your emotional well-being. So clearly communicate your needs and expectations, allowing yourself to focus on your personal growth and your healing. Setting boundaries helps create a sense of control and empowers you to provide and prioritize your own emotional needs. Next, I want to explore the importance of emotional decluttering and organizing. So it's essential to process your emotions and move forward with a renewed sense of self. So here are some strategies that I have heard, explored, talked about, um, you know, through therapy, through, you know, going through breakups and stuff, and also while talking to clients and to friends. So first of all, practice your self-care. So prioritize self-care activities that nourish your mind your body and your soul. Engage in activities like exercise, spending time in nature, pursuing hobbies that make you happy or that you weren't able to do before with your partner. If you've been interested in that and a certain hobby, I don't know, like paddle boarding or kite surfing, they all sound very exercisey, like, or going to the cinema. You haven't been able to go to the cinema with your partner. Now is the time to pursue what you really love and what you want to do. Take care of yourself during this challenging time to help you regain your strength and resilience. Next, let go of the emotional baggage. So this is easier said than done, but reflect on any emotional baggage you may be carrying from your relationship. Forgive yourself and your ex-partner as much as you can for any past hurts and work towards emotional liberation. Consider seeking therapy to facilitate that healing process. You can now find therapists to talk online or Zoom rather than by physically sitting on the couch. Um, And it's great. You can talk to anybody around the world. So, you know, if you would feel more comfortable talking to someone who's British, if you're British and you're not at home in the UK, then you can get them online and talk to them over Zoom. So letting go of that emotional baggage allows you to create space for new possibilities and personal growth. Next. As you navigate this new chapter in your life, set new goals and aspirations. So define what you want to achieve and create a roadmap to guide you towards that personal growth and happiness. Setting goals provides a sense of direction and helps you focus on the future. So rather than dwelling on the past. So these are all the things we covered today. I mean, it might seem a bit too much, but you can always come back and listen to this episode again, you know, when you're emotionally physically and mentally ready to to get on with the process of um decluttering and organizing your life during this this, during your separation and divorce um it's okay to take one step at a time you know you don't have to do everything all at the same time but by addressing the physical mental and emotional aspects of decluttering you can create this supportive environment that will facilitate you while you're going through this traumatic experience so that's it for today um with the get organized with customer podcast i hope you found it useful um remember you're not alone in this journey um you can always write a comment you can always send me a message to tell me how you're feeling and what help you you need or what help um you found with listening to these podcast episodes Um, Stay strong, stay organized, and I will speak to you next week. Take care. Bye.